0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mom of the Hard Kid. Today, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to talk about something that I need to do as well as something that I think is really good for all of us parents who are parents of tricky and maybe even high-stress children, and that is stress reframing. So we, as parents of children who are high-stress and high-needs, we know that it's really hard to be able to make it through the day without being stressed. <laughs> your kid can overtax your you know any kind of calm that you have they'll They'll use up every ounce of patience they'll do all these things and i was I was watching this YouTube video, and this is kind of what handed me down this path is there was a lady, oh, it was the most annoying video she does. I wish I could even remember who she is. I don't remember I don't remember who she is to to cite her, but she does these therapy type videos where she has a parent talking to a child. And I think she plays both parts. And the parent is like, oh my gosh, you stress me out so much. Thanks. I mean, this other kid stresses me out so much. Thanks for being calm. And the child's like, that's okay. I've learned never, ever to bring anything up because you can't handle it. And you are ruining me in the future because you're a horrible person and you can't handle how to take care of life. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) And then she does this other one where, you know, the parent is like here's my reaction and and you're being so loud that I get so overwhelmed and dysregulated and I think I took personal offense to this one cuz it's totally me but anyway the the mom is saying to the child I'm so dysregulated I need you to be quiet I need you to stop doing this and the child then responds saying Oh, well, what I'm learning is that I can never do anything because I always have to limit myself and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) I don't think necessarily that these are bad videos, but I think what's frustrating to me is there is this ideal out there of that perfect parent that we've talked about before. The perfect parent doesn't exist. You're going to screw up your children no matter what because they are always going to want what they didn't have. That's what all of us want. If you have a really strict and structured life, they're going to have wanted one that wasn't. If they have a very loose and unstructured life, they're going to blame you for not making it more structured. And to find the perfect perfect balance in every aspect of your life, I think, you know what? If you can do that, that is amazing. I also think it's a lie. <laughs> So as I was pondering these things, I was realizing I am that mom who is so dysregulated by the crazy that is in my house. And I think I earned that. And some people are like, oh, well, you're damaging your kids. And I'm like, I'm doing the best that I can. I am so sensitive to the amount of fighting that goes on in my house and the amount of stress that goes on in my house. And I Will lose my mind very quickly if things start escalating with the kids. I already know I am at the tip of whatever it is that I can handle. So I am like, "Stop it! No, <laughs> we're not doing this kind of stuff." Like I, I kibosh every single one of those things as fast as I can. But I, oh man. So I was, I was thinking about how stressed I am. And I I remembered another video because stop, I'm not even going to go there yet. I'm going to say you're validated in your stress. Your stress that you have, if you have a hard child is valid. (laughs) You know, I think of that lady who was sitting there, you know, moderately critique, criticizing all of these parents who raise their children to be totally messed up. I want to, I just want to say to this lady whom I don't even remember her name to say, (laughs) everybody's messed up. If you have an expectation that someone in this world is not messed up, then you're giving them a fantasy that cannot be achieved. So there, (laughs) there, there's my snarky quip of the day. So when I go through this, and I try to figure out how do I balance this? Because I understand the levels of toxic stress that have been in my life because of how difficult, in particular, one child was, but but difficult children in general. I even think the good kids are stressful. (laughs) Because People and relationships are stressful. But when you have people like this unknown therapist from the internet saying you should be chasing after an ideal, then the type of stress you have, I personally believe, becomes more toxic. So there was a study done at uh, Berkeley, it's berkeleynews.edu, and it was talking about how some stress is good for you. And there have been other studies on top of this as well. And I encourage you to go down this rabbit hole. But there was a researcher by the name of Daniela Koffer. And she is an associate professor of integrative biology at the University of California, Berkeley. And she was talking about how there are some stresses that are optimal stresses, and that they can be really good for you. They can be good for your behavior, your alertness, your cognitive performance. And it talks about these different things. And some there are things almost in a way, I would kind of associate it very broadly as as things that are brave. Things that you're afraid of doing, but you, you know, you you're proud of yourself for doing. But when it is constant, when it is chronic, it turns into less of a benefit for your body and becomes something that is really difficult for your body to process. So, I was thinking this and this is along with another uh thing that I can't cite, which is unfortunate because I looked for it and I couldn't find it, but I bet if I if I looked for it more I could maybe find it. Let me let me see what I can do. Okay, so I found a study. I'm not sure if it is the study, but I found a study. And it's, it's reaffirming those things that I'd learned a long time ago, but I couldn't do. So take that in mind. This is something that I'm trying to really implement in my life right now. But it is a study done by Abiola Keller, Kristen Litzelman, Lauren Wisk. And it is called, Does the Perception That Stress Affects Health Matter? The Association with Health and Mortality. And I'm going to kind of, Fuse the study that I can't name with this study and explain some of the things that were found out. So, in the results of this test, in the study that they do, it says 37.7 of 186 million US adults perceived that stress affected their health a lot or to some extent. So, the higher levels of reported stress, and I'm going to quote this from their abstract, and the perception of that stress affects health were independently associated with the increased likelihood of worse health and worse mental health outcomes. So when I had the first study, and I'm this was probably six to 10 years ago, I, I was so astonished to find out that your stress levels and the negative impacts that it has on your health have more to do with your mindset than it did to do with actual stress. <laughs> so I I encourage you also, I will look more into this and maybe go into more in depth earlier. I mean, at a later time, but when they talk about your perceptions, you have more control over your situation for your own mental health and your own physical health then you realize just by taking this incredibly difficult situation that you're in, which is valid, which is true, and when those kids are insane and it's tough and they're dealing you one thing after another after another, sometimes it's hard to hit a point where you realize just how positive this high-stress situation can be for you. So what I'm trying to do And what I encourage all of us to do is to say, I know this stress is hard, but it's good for me. And what I mean by that is I have a kid who at one time tantrumed for eight to 10 hours a day. Nobody believed me. I wanted them to believe me. I was so stressed out. But when I hit the point where I was like, you know what? I'm not making it. I am not okay. I am a shell of my former self. I'm not okay. But when it kind of ticked down to six hours, I was like, oh my gosh, I can do six hours. I can do, I couldn't do 10. I can do six. And then I started reframing my situation. And by the way, this was super slow. This is something I'm better at now that she's down to maybe two hours and one hour of tantrums a day. And occasionally a day without tantrums, when every when all the medicine just properly falls in line. But what I say to myself is, I am capable of making it through 10 hours of tantrums. I'm capable of having made it through eight hours of tantrums. I can do six hours of tantrums. And I started having to look and see and appreciate that self for myself. I had to appreciate just how tough I'd gotten. I didn't feel tough. I couldn't make it last. But when I'm sitting there and she will now dive into her spiral that she does where she just sort of collapses in on herself, I will say to myself, I could do this. I can do this kind of stress because I've done it before and I've done worse. So I can do this. And it switches my mindset from where it used to go, which was absolutely tanking. I was so depressed. And I, I still have to pull myself out of that sometimes. But when I can hit that moment and say, I can do this, I know I can do this because I've done way worse than this, then I can pull myself from a place that pulls me down and put myself in a place that gives me a totally different type of stress. Sometimes now that these stressful moments don't last for months and months, now they only last for a couple of days, I can kind of brace myself for like, like I'm prepping for a short battle. <laughs> and you guys don't know who I am, which is part of the point of this, but so, I can be as nerdy as I need to be, but i I picture myself you know gearing up for battle, and I think I can do this, and it turns my stress from uh everything's happening to me it's exhausting to my mental health to my physical health to one of the more empowering types of stress one of when you look up the the beneficial types of stress, it can be public speaking, it can be performing, it can be those. Um, I want to say even like if you're like a wrestler or you're in a sport where you are gearing up for a stressful situation, but you're also like optimistic about it and the optimism that can be added into that situation can totally change the health effects of your stress. And I was, I felt so close to dying. I would go to bed and think, I'm going to have a stroke. I'm going to have a heart attack. There is no way I am waking up in the morning because there's no way I can live through this much stress and make it till tomorrow. But then as things got a little easier, which is lovely and it's nice and you have to grab those moments, but I was able to finally reframe after a lot of hard work, and say, this, I'm going to battle. And it isn't even a real battle. She's fighting with me, but I'm not fighting with her. That's how I win this battle. But I could change the way that I perceived it. And it became almost a beneficial situation for me. Because when we interact with our kids or our children's teachers, this is another thing, is we just had parent-teacher conference and I was so surprised how unnervous I was because I have three kids that are older than my extra tricky kid and they have all had very good parent-teacher conferences. It was It's one of those things where you go and you're like, I don't even want to go because I feel like I'm wasting everyone's time because all they do is say, oh, this child's wonderful. They do all their work. They're so good. <laughs> like, oh, Good. Yay. And, and my kids love it. So I'm happy to go. It's so cute. I had one this year who I was like, I don't want to go this year. Do you guys care if I don't go? And he's like, I care. (laughs) It's like, okay, we'll go to yours. And we did. And he was just all smiles. It was the cutest thing. But anyway, we go to this youngest one's kindergarten class. And I'm like, a little bit nervous, but I'm almost excited. Because I will really want to know what what it's been going on. Because when I ask my child, I don't always get the truth. And when I've tried to email the teacher, she has not been emailing me back. (laughs) She I, I think we had a miscommunication once, which I think we've cleared up now with parent teacher conference. But I was like, Oh, my gosh. And (laughs) this is a whole nother story that I don't know how valuable this is at all. But I went to the parent teacher conference, we're sitting there she has like the test results because my child is, is a very intelligent child. She does well with her reading and her math and her those kinds of things. <laughs> but there's this paper and she slides the paper over to me and it says things your child is doing well. And the other side is things your child's not doing well. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that the not well side looked very rushedly written and was way longer <laughs> Side of doing really well. And I felt really bad for her because she's sitting there and she's trying to explain to me some of the behaviors that my child does. But i'm I'm sitting there on that other side of the table, knowing that my child is disruptive in class, and I've tried everything to volunteer. I've tried everything I can do to make it a little easier. I make sure she gets her medication. I make sure we have talks after school. I make sure you know all of the things that I can possibly do without having the teacher give me any more assignments I've tried to do. <laughs> But it was so lovely to sit on that side of the table and to be able to reframe it from where it was before because she's been kicked out of so many schools, preschools and daycares that I used to get so panicked when it was time to talk about her school behavior. And she went to this cute little community neighborhood preschool one time and There's only four kids in the class on average and the teacher is like, whoa, but she was nice and she could handle her and it was two hours and (laughs) she made it through, but I would get so panicky and I didn't want to know, but now I'm like, you know what? I want to know. Not only do I have her at school sometimes, so I have a little bit of, a little bit of downtime, which is amazing. But I was able to take that time to calm down, to reframe, to get stuff done. And then I've really been trying to focus on that reframing. So here I am sitting across the table from this teacher who's obviously stressed by my child's behavior. And that used to spiral me. But now I can say, well, I'm ready for battle. Tell me what you need me to do. I can do this. Tell, me, And it was I'm able to now reframe this. Now, as unfortunate as it is that I had to get help in order to get to this point, you can start the reframing now. Now, this doesn't have to be something that gives you extra stress. Just know that this is something on the horizon that can really be beneficial for you because the fight is happening anyway. You're going to be dealing with all of the behaviors anyway. You can either say this is going to turn me into an absolute monster of a human being or this is going to turn me into the strongest, most resilient parent on earth. And it shifted my perspective in a way that was so fun to feel because instead of feeling super drained and out of control of my life, and I couldn't make any changes that I wanted to make like parents make with their kids. I couldn't make any headway. Everything that she did was her decision. And I just did the best that I could. But it took years and it was exhausting. And it turned that from being exhausting to being like the marathon runner of parents, <laughs> where I realized I am a distance runner of parents. I do extreme parenting. That's amazing. And I make it. I make it through the day. I mean, I haven't before, but everyone who trains has a hard time, right? But I could shift it. And I can't always get there because I do sometimes tank and I do sometimes fall into my feelings but sometimes I can get there. And my goal is to end up viewing life in a perspective where I can see things optimally or at least optimistically. And I can say, I am stronger than I was before. One of my favorite quotes that I've ever said, <laughs> can, I, can I quote myself, <laughs> is, I am absolutely weak and I'm stronger than I've ever been before. Because in my life, both have been true at the same time. I am sometimes standing on the thinnest crust of of solid land above a lava pit. And sometimes I fall through and other times I can't believe how brave I am for being on the lava pit. I, I know there's so many th- I'm probably going on too many different analogies here and I'm probably being confusing. But the main thing I want you to take away from this is you are tougher than you are giving yourself credit for. You are in a situation that is hard and you should be proud of the fact that you have been able to endure it. Even if you haven't endured it very well, you have endured more as a parent of a hard kid than you give yourself credit for. You need to start giving yourself that credit. And you don't need to be rude to those poor parents that have kids that aren't, you know, trying to attack them or make their lives miserable every moment of the day. But you can say, hey, I value my experience. I know I've been through a lot. And I'm proud of me. Because if you watched anyone else going through the things that you're going through, you would give them the positive praise that they needed. You would say, hey, this is really hard. You're doing a great job. This is really hard. You're doing a great job. Now, the word great job doesn't look the same when you're dealing with a kid with super high needs regarding their mental health and and even other situations. It doesn't look the same as great job in other areas. But don't forget to give yourself the credit and say you are stronger than you were before. You know more than you did before. You are less intimidated by things than you used to be, even though there might also be a part of you that's a little more intimidated by things. You're stronger. You've learned more. And don't forget to give yourself credit for that. So when the next big storm of your child's life comes into your life, remember, you can handle this. You've done this before. You came out, your muscles got stronger and you can do it. Look at it, reframe it so that the toxicity of the stress doesn't add to an already difficult situation. You can take it, learn from it and grow. Now, I know this is going to take time, but we can all do it together. Maybe in one year, we'll come back and realize just how strong we've become. I wish you all the best in your parenting. Have a great day.